Janelle Journals, a podcast for everyone interested in traveling to the greatest places around the world, and if not actually going to them, at least hearing about them. Join this modern day gypsy as she gives her best tips and tricks regarding all kinds of travel. You may not be able to sneak away during these crazy COVID times, but taking a trip down memory lane will have to do for now. Now, please welcome your host, Janelle. Welcome back, everybody. This is part two of Africa, and I am again just so stoked to have all of you here listening in on some of my favorite adventures. I feel like I've mentioned this many times before, but Africa was an experience of a lifetime. I am super excited to jump back in and to reminisce some more. So let's get into it. Joining me again today is the beautiful Chelsea Bidikoff, so we can continue to break down a couple of the other countries we visited. Last week, we discussed everything we had the opportunity to do and see in Tanzania, but of course, it did not stop there. So this week, we are now going to start with yet another incredible country, Malawi. This African nation has many wildlife reserves, national parks, and so many beaches along the shores of Lake Malawi. Malawi, I remember we got to camp right on Chitimba and Candy Beach, which was super cool. Mm-hmm. I think Joe and I might have been the only people who went actually right onto the beach, and then we were up at 6 a.m. because it was so friggin' hot. I remember that. And then <laughs> Sam was like, well, I told you guys that. He was like, you can either camp under these trees or right on the beach. And Joe and I were like, yeah, the beach. And then we like woke up and we were like, oh, wow, it is hot. Yeah. It was like a furnace. Yeah. I remember yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember if that was Chitimba or if that was candy, but I'm, I would assume it was Chitimba because we wouldn't have known any better. So then we right. Yeah, went right to the beach. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that was that was kind of cool. And then Malawi will just obviously forever have a special place in my heart because I remember meeting some of the local people and they were just so friendly and so happy and positive. And yeah, they just really warmed my heart. Oh, especially the kids. Oh my gosh, they were just so cute. Mm-hmm. I just remember thinking like, wow, these people have so much less than we do and so much less than we did while we were growing up. And here they are still like so positive, so happy and just living their life to the fullest. Yeah, I just remember meeting incredible people in Malawi. Malawi, my distinct memory is that was the place where we definitely had the most local interactions, even with mm-hmm. just, I remember there was Nutella was our, our local guide. Oh yeah. And we had, there was the little market there and they were all selling their wares and stuff. They all had funny names. It was like chips and Nutella. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. I totally forgot about that. But even the, even those guys, they, they hung out with us all day. You know, they were obviously yeah. trying to sell us, you know, their goods and whatever, but they were really nice and they were yeah. just, you know, they were hanging out with us and then that was when we got to do the village tour so yeah Malawi for sure was the place we got to do the most local interaction out of any of the countries and I really really liked that about it specifically yeah me too culturally one thing that I thought was really interesting is they're very open to trading yeah we did actually do some trades too yeah (laughs) yeah, I think Joe traded his Canada shirt we traded socks I can't remember what else we gave and then yeah we got like some little tiny souvenirs and we were like great (laughs) Perfect. It was stuff that we like didn't need anyway. So we were like, right, sure. 
Yeah, if you like this shirt or you want this hat, yeah, yeah, it's yours. (laughs) And then I think even Joe is kind of like, oh, no, no, you resell those things. It's okay. And they insisted. They're like, no, no, we were switching. And then Joe was like, okay, yeah, sure. (laughs) That is kind of a cool thing. And the things did not equal out. But some of the stuff that they had, it'd be like, oh, yeah, we got this from three groups ago. They left this. Yeah. And we'd be like, oh, wow, cool. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like so different. One of the things actually that I got to do, I think I was the only one who did this. I did local wood carving. So I did the little day thing where I worked with the guys and I carved an elephant and I actually gave it to my mom for her birthday that year when I got back from the trip. Oh my God. Amazing. Yeah. No, that was really, really cool because I got to work with the guys because it was mostly woodworking that all of their um, stuff that they did was. And um, I got to do that. And it was really cool. I remember it was one of the hardest things I've ever done. You know, I didn't think it was going to be as hard as it was. But yeah, you're chipping away with your chisel and everything. And they kind of help you as you go. And then you have to sand it and polish it and everything. Yeah, that was really cool. So I got to do that. How long did the woodworking one take you? Oh my gosh. I I think it was four or five hours, honestly. Like it was, it was an afternoon, like a full afternoon. Yeah. And I was tired by the end of it. It was hard work, but it was so, it was so satisfying because yeah, Malawi, like that was one of their biggest wares was their woodworking and they all had different woodworking items. And so for me, it was really cool just to be able to work with the guys, you know, and like I said, they, they polished it up at the end, you know, I would do the majority of the carving and then they'd finesse it around the edges. But it was still really cool to be able to do that. My mom still has the elephant. Yeah, that is, oh, that is so cool. And then like crazy to think too, because that took you whatever, however many hours, and I'm sure they can do it faster than that. Yeah. But if you think about it and you think about all their little setups, they had so many different kinds of carvings. Like yeah. that is hours and hours and hours of work that they would have put in yeah, to then yeah, hopefully get some tourists who will want to buy some of their stuff. Or trade oh. with them. <laughs> yeah, or trade. The other big one, which we kind of did touch a little bit on, was visiting the schools and the uh, hospital and, yeah, the, like, water stations. Yeah. One of um, my favorite photos of the two of us is when we are, like, surrounded by kids <laughs> and we're sitting in their little desk area kind of. And, yeah, both of us just have, like, the biggest, cheesiest smiles <laughs> on our face. We're just like, Incredible. They were so cute oh, and they were so friendly. So and they friendly. all wanted their picture taken. Yeah. That was the, that was oh, so funny. Especially my with gosh. my big camera. They all wanted their picture yeah. taken. And yeah. then I would show them. Oh, they were <laughs> so, so, so sweet. Yeah. And then I think we went to a clinic and we saw some newborn babies at the clinic. Yeah. And that was really cool because I think they're only a couple days old or oh, something my like gosh. that. Yeah. So cute. Yeah. Oh, so that was nice. Yeah. And then after the village tour, um, Nicole and I went to see a witch doctor. And I remember Sammy telling us that the witch doctor was very specific to Malawi. Oh my gosh. And we ended up getting, he gave us, he gave, you know, he gave us the sage and everything. And he was, uh, you know, doing his, doing his thing. And he gave us a little sprig of wood that he told us we had to put under our tent. And I remember at the time he told us we weren't allowed to tell any of our group what what the spells were for because then it would ruin it but at the time it was um for theft so nothing none of our belongings would get stolen and specifically for nicole it was for love so that she'd meet somebody on the trip (laughs) yeah i don't think she did you know but nothing got stolen so 50 50 we'll take that one (laughs) malawi is also the place where joe's sponsor child patrick lives 
He's been sponsoring him for years now. We looked into going to see him, but with the long process having to go through World Vision and the short amount of time that we had there, we weren't actually able to make it happen. He lived about eight hours away from where we were staying, and we didn't have enough free time to leave the group to venture off there. Honestly, though, we fell in love with Malawi, so we would love to travel back there one day. And who knows, maybe we'll be able to make it happen then. Anything else from Malawi? I did do one of the hikes. We did a hike up to to a waterfall, and there was only a couple of us that went. Yeah, I think, we did not. Do I think that there one. was two. There was two village tours. There was like a shorter one in the morning, or you could do the waterfall. And I think you guys might have done the two tours. Yeah, and then there was like the bigger one where we saw the clinic, and we were with the school for a long time, and all of us did that one. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, we went up to a waterfall, and it was me, Nicole, Mary, and maybe Louise as well. But it was a small group, and we ended up doing a big hike up to a waterfall and we got to swim in the waterfall. So that was really nice. Yeah, that's super cool. (laughs) I think that was the only other thing that I did in Malawi. All of the excursions, like you said. Yeah, traveling like (laughs) such a baller. Like, yes, 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 yes. It was my last trip before getting a big girl job. I was going all out. (laughs) Yeah. I would hate to not do something and then regret it later on. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I always think it's super important to just say yes to everything that you want to say yes to. Yeah. And I think, I think the only reason I did that one is because there was the two village walks. If it had only been one, I would have done the school tour village walk, but it was the fact that there was two. So I said, okay, I'll do one of this and one of that. (laughs) And I just remember being like, holy crap, I loved this village walk. So like we must do the next one. Yeah. Like (laughs) I want to go again. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So then from Malawi, we crossed the border into Zambia. The campground we stayed at in Lusaka was the one where the zebra was eating the grass right next to where we were setting up our tent. And there were giraffes and monkeys just roaming around regardless of whether or not people were around. And I just remember being amazed by this. I don't even think I helped Joe set up the tent because I was just taking videos and pictures. Yeah, no, I remember Sammy, our tour guide, he told us that, you know, we we should expect to see some zebra and some giraffes and more wildlife closer to us because I think it was a farm or something. And so they were just used to people. But it was one thing hearing it and it was definitely another seeing it. It was just so surreal. (laughs) Yeah, that was one of my favorite spots we camped in because of that. And I think the bathrooms were gross and they had tons of bugs and spiders behind the toilets and in the showers and stuff. But yeah, nothing will be like the video that I have of Joe literally setting up the tent right beside the zebra eating grass. So that was, yeah, one of my favorite places we camped in, even though the campground itself like wasn't anything special. And I think that was the place where they had UK, London, Irish decals oh, in yes. their little bar area. And I remember yeah. it was Sammy caught a rhino beetle and he was, he had like this huge rhino beetle. Oh my table. gosh. Yes. Crazy. <laughs> Going along with the bugs. Yeah. It was the yeah. biggest bug. <laughs> and yeah, he just like picked it up. And I remember him pretending to like hand it off to all of us. And we're like, yeah. Ah! We're like, no, thank you. I'm good. <laughs> we're like, absolutely not. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh yeah. There were a lot of bugs. I am obviously not a huge bug fan. No. Me neither. But to be by the zebras and yeah, walk around and you just are by a giraffe. You're like, what? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, very cool. That was cool. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I would, yeah, recommend doing that for one night. Would you want to stay there the whole time? Probably not. (laughs) A couple other highlights from Zambia for me was going up to Devil's Pool at Victoria Falls. Yep. 
Yeah, Victoria Falls is one of the seven natural wonders of the world and the major waterfall on the Zambezi River in Africa. It's famous for being the largest waterfall in the world during its wet season. The water makes a roaring noise as it falls over the cliff and down into the Zambezi River. So it's pretty cool that we got to make it all the way to the top of those falls. Yes. And that's something you can only do in dry season. So if you would go in the wet season, sure, the falls are bigger, but you can't go visit Devil's Pool. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, totally. Which again was a plus because Mm -hmm. that was one of my highlights for sure. Yeah. That whole experience. And I'm scared of heights and looking down, I remember freaking out, but just being like, whoa, this is crazy. Who can yeah. say that they have done this? Not yeah, very many you, people. You can stretch your hand out and you're fully over the side. <laughs> we were right on the edge. Yeah. Our tour guide was kind of funny and was just like, no, seriously, don't stand up. You yeah. could fall over. <laughs> We're like, whoa, okay, so we'll just stay nice and low. Yeah. Yeah, he was super funny. And then he was taking so many pictures. And I just, yeah, remember. He was getting us to pose. He's like, okay, roll this <laughs> yeah. way. Okay, hands up. On this okay. Side, this yeah. Side. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, so funny. We're like, can we just enjoy the view? Give us a break. <laughs> yeah, just let us sit here. We have to swim to get here. Like, yeah. let us chill for a minute. Yeah. Oh my gosh, but so funny. But yeah, again, some of those pictures, you can just tell that we are all just having so much fun and just yeah. being like, like, oh my God, this is amazing. It was really cool. So cool. And the other crazy part where I'm like, say yes to everything <laughs> because I was like kind of teeter-tottering because it was a more expensive, it was expensive. tour. Yeah, yeah, it was. And I'm so happy that I did that. Yeah, I think that one was one that, I think it was the most expensive thing that anybody did. It was Yeah, it I want to say it was like close to 100 USD. I think it was like 90 USD. I, I wish I so. recorded it, but it, it was, included, yeah. It included lunch. I remember True. we had really good Eggs Benedict. I, Eggs yes. Benedict oh has got to be gosh. one of my favorites. At that like fancy <laughs> hotel. Yeah. And we're like, oh my gosh, we've been staying in tents. Right. This hotel is yeah. gorgeous. Yeah, no, I remember the food being really good. So it at least came with lunch, but yeah, yeah definitely on the pricier side. Yeah, it, it really was. But again, like so worth it. Yeah, gosh, for so sure. cool. Yeah, so that was definitely a highlight for me. We also did the Sunset Booze Cruise, which was like nice to be on the water while the sun was setting. Yeah, well, and you know what? That one was one of the things that everybody did together. There were a lot of things that people kind of did. You know, a couple of us went to Devil's Pool. A couple of us did this. That was the one thing that we all did together. And we had been in tents and gross. And I remember all the girls decided to dress up. We all got our hair done. We put on our makeup and we just live in our bed. Best life on the booze cruise. Yeah. Like the only time we would have worn makeup that trip. Yeah, the whole trip. <laughs> because yeah. like it was way too hot. Yeah, well, and I think everyone was so shocked. It was like, wow, wow you look so yeah. different. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like, wow, you look so nice. Yeah. So we took like a million photos yeah. Yeah. and wore cute outfits. And yeah, I think because Nicole and Matt, like they were obviously on a way tighter budget. So they didn't yeah. choose to do a lot of the optional excursions, but we somehow convinced them. And then, yeah. Yeah, it was all of us. So yeah, that was super fun. Yeah, for sure. Did you do a bungee jump or anything like that? Joe and I did the gorge swing. Okay. It was crazy. (laughs) Yeah, we actually did talk about that a little bit already. But yeah, I thought you guys did something. I can't remember what it was, though. Yeah, it was terrifying. (laughs) It was still a good time, though. 
And you did an adrenaline rush activity too, right? I did a zip line with Nicole because she was such yes. a scaredy pants. <laughs> she wouldn't go by herself. It's so funny. <laughs> and as far as those options go, the zip line is the least scary, you know, compared to the bungee jump or the gorge swing. But the cool thing was that you start in Zambia and you end in Zimbabwe. So I think it's the only zip line that crosses countries. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> so cool. And the other thing that we did, um, yeah, look at us go, just like all these fun things was the whitewater rafting. Yes. <laughs> it was my favorite thing. Yeah, when we were in Vic Falls. And you know, and I'm sure I'm sure you remember this, but the night before was the booze cruise. So we were so hung over and we <gasps> oh did gosh. not plan our time wisely. And it was you, you, me, Joe, and Louise that were the yeah. four that went on that. And it was so miserable on the way there because we were so hungover and we're like how are we how are we gonna do this this?" and we opted for the full day not the half day yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh honestly knowing joan now and maybe because we were still in younger love and that was our like first adventure trip together yeah i am shocked that he didn't say forget it i'm i'm out of here because like when he's hungover he's not fun right so i'm shocked that he made it through that because i actually forgot we were hungover. Yeah. And the best thing was, is I know initially while we were still hungover, we regretted that the whole day choice, Yeah, but they told us where the half day stopped. Oh my gosh. So I was so glad that we did the full day because the second half was way better. Yeah. 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 Like the second half was way better. That's when our tour guide was like tossing us out of the boat. And I was the one that had all the big rapids. But it was cool because they had the guy that had um, the camera kayaking ahead of us so he could set up his camera and it was like, oh no, what's going to happen, right? Because that's when all the big rapids are. Yeah. We were like, oh, oh, he is out of the kayak oh my gosh he's like getting yeah. ready we're like oh what is coming yeah. like what, oh what my is gosh. gonna happen yeah 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 we knew it had to be a big no, one and i remember there was our steerer yeah the driver of the boat and then there was one other guy that that was there just for safety who was kayaking with us too and i remember at one point i was just sassing him and just being funny and he grabbed the back of my life jacket and yanked me out of the boat <laughs> you're the like water. oh whoops <laughs> yeah i was like i'm sorry take it back (laughs) oh my gosh so funny the water was so warm that our tour guide was like yeah jump in and then we kind of got to just like swim beside the raft yeah yeah no we fell out a few times but at one point yeah no he told us to jump out hold on and basically pick your feet up and go and the crazy thing was you look to your left or to your right and there's the shore with crocodiles on it insane we were like you could see them. They were right there. And it was just like, oh my God, I'm literally in water that is full on with With, crocodiles. (laughs) So crazy. Yeah, so crazy. (laughs) Oh, that was super fun. Yeah, it was amazing. I am going to have to go back and look because I have like a hard drive that I've like dumped a bunch of photos on. So I'm going to have to go and look because they did send us all of those photos, right? Well, we, yeah, I think it was like an extra 20 or 30 bucks or something like that. We just split it between the four of us and got one because, you know, why would we get four? But yeah, no, we do have specific pictures of that, which was awesome. The whitewater rafting was was a big highlight for me. That was, it was a lot of fun and even being hungover. Yeah. Oh, totally. And I remember the first time we got dunked to, we all popped back in the boat and we were like, 
Well, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, nothing like curing your hangover than yeah. getting completely thrown out of this. Exactly. exactly. Well, and I think I think part of the reason is you have to hike down, you know, like they only can drive you so far. And then you have to take, you know, your life jackets. Right. And it, it, we did the whole day. So we had lunch and then our water. So we yeah. all had to hike down to like the bottom of the river. And that's when we were all just miserable. And basically, as soon as we got in the boat, we were fine. <laughs> yeah. It was not yeah. great up until that point. <laughs> no. Oh, my God gosh yeah that's so funny yeah poor timing on their end to have that excursion right after the booze cruise right yeah (laughs) it should have been yeah the other way around it was also like go with the flow which was yeah yeah, one of the things I also just loved about it because it was just so just so chill yeah after the time (laughs) yeah totally okay am I missing anything from Zambia no I don't think so Vic Falls was the big one so Yeah, Yeah. Victoria Falls is obviously a must-do. And then, of course, as just mentioned, so many adventure activities that you can take part in, too. Another thing that stood out to me was the Royal Livingstone Express. We did not do this. However, it's highly rated on TripAdvisor for a unique dining experience while enjoying the scenery on the train. So, yeah, it may be worth checking out. Also, Zambezi means great river in their language, and this river is the longest east-flowing river in Africa and the largest flowing into the Indian Ocean from the country, so that's pretty cool. Alrighty, so from there, we cross the border into Zimbabwe. Rumor has it that the view of Victoria Falls is much nicer from the Zimbabwe side, and I would probably have to agree with this. We were there in the morning, and I remember just a gorgeous rainbow while we took pictures from that side, and it was super cool because when we were on that side, we actually got to see Devil's Pool where we were sitting in, so that was neat being like whoa we were up there that's wild right (laughs) (laughs) um another major thing that we will talk about for the rest of our lives was matobo national park matobo national park was in zimbabwe and that's where we learned all about the rhinos I feel incredibly fortunate that we were able to do that rhino walk and see these incredible large animals. I'm super sad to say that there are only two living white rhinos now in 2021, and they're both female. Uh, The last male white rhino died in March of 2018. So the fate of this species now rests on assisted methods of reproduction. So we will see. Apparently, they have hope. Who knows? Maybe they will be able to save this species. But yeah, really, really sad. Yeah. I remember it being a very sobering experience, but at the Mm -hmm. same time, also very joyful because that was really cool. It was the only time that we were out of the vehicle near any of the big wildlife. Yeah. So I remember, you know, it was legitimately a rhino walk and he took us close to the rhinos. There's really cool pictures of us in front of them, you know, with them in the background. And it's, that was just such an incredible experience because they were just, you know, they're obviously big, powerful animals, but very gentle, you know, and you can just tell the love that they had for the people in that park. And I just remember how, how important it was to the people who worked there, Yes, what they were doing. You know, mm-hmm. it's not something that was well paid. It was something that was dangerous with poachers and things like that. But it was so important to them to save the species, basically. 
Yeah, that is exactly what my notes say that our tour guide was friggin' incredible. And he was just so knowledgeable and so passionate about his work to save the rhinos. All of the rhinos from that park had been dehorned and they had over 50 guards to try and protect the species from the poachers. Yeah. That was really, really cool. I mean, it was obviously exciting to go on the other safaris, but when people have asked me, you know, what was what was one of the favorite things you did, that one is at the top of my list for sure because it was just such a unique, moving experience, you know, and like you said, with how much they cared. And I think he told us a story that there was tourists a couple weeks before we were there who were posing as tourists, but were actually poachers. And they ended up catching them, um, which was obviously really great. But it just shows you, you know, like, it's it's consistent it's all all the time and they just always have to be on watch you know yeah it's crazy oh yeah I have shivers talking about it because that again was like a once in a lifetime experience and truly if they can't save this species we were part of the lucky ones who got to do this yeah how crazy is that no absolutely I yeah remember leaving there being like this is a serious thing Yeah. What on earth is going on? Why is this happening? How is this happening? I actually tried to look up the little website link that he gave us because I'd written it down and the website doesn't exist. So I'm not Mm. not sure what happened there. But yeah, that was definitely a highlight, even though I left there feeling a little sad. (laughs) Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. I remember the other thing, there was the rhinos, but there was also some really good cave drawings that we saw. Yes. And he said it was some really good representation of well-preserved cave drawings. And he was very passionate about that too. But that was something that was very cool and unique to that park. So yes, I like rock art. That. I remember, yeah. yeah, he'd be like, okay, we're going to go into this cave and then we're going to shine the light and you're going to be able to like see these. I think it was giraffes. He showed us giraffes and he said it was like one of the best representation of rock arts for giraffes in I think I don't know southern Africa yeah (laughs) I'm not even sure it was specific to Zimbabwe I think it was just in general one of the best depictions of giraffes and it was really cool yeah that was super cool yeah yeah that was definitely a big highlight for us absolutely well and that's the thing is you know people people think oh safari's racing all these animals it's so cool but being able to just get up and close with the rhinos yeah it was just rhinos you know but I mean you're so much closer, you're not on a vehicle, and you feel like you're genuinely interacting with them. You know, it's not like we touched them or anything like that. We still kept our distance, but it was just so different than, you know, being a tourist on a truck Mm -hmm. just chasing around a lion. You know what I mean? It was just a completely different experience. Because, yeah, in those safaris, they say, like, absolutely do not get out of this car, like you stay in the Jeep or truck or whatever the entire time, where this, yeah, you're on your feet, and then you're, like, walking towards them, and for a second like again I got an adrenaline rush because we're walking towards these huge animals what yeah. if they charge us like oh my gosh <laughs> we will die but like no yeah, they were so like okay turn around we'll take your picture oh <laughs> I was like you want me to turn my back right. on them are you kidding me <laughs> well and the picture I remember he was taking my picture and one of them got up and started walking so you can see in you know the few shots that he took and I could hear it walking behind me and oh I was my like gosh. oh my god <laughs> yeah like am, am I okay am I good 
Like you'll tell yeah. me if I'm not good, right? Yeah. 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 Amazing. But again, you could feel that they just were like actually super gentle, like sweet yeah. animals, Ugh, which again, just like breaks my heart. I know. But yeah. So sad. I cannot say enough great things about that rhino walk. Yeah. Okay, so Zimbabwe is a landlocked country in southern Africa, known for its dramatic landscape and diverse wildlife, much of it within parks, reserves, and safari areas. You can find plenty of hikes to visit waterfalls, go and see the Kami Ruins, Chinhoi Caves, or the Epworth Balancing Rocks. I know that anyone visiting this country will be extremely pleased by its gorgeous scenery, no matter what you decide to do. Okay, it's time for a quick break. We'll be right back. Have you heard about Oak and Aspen Soapery? Oak and Aspen Soapery is a small local business that creates all-natural bath and body products. No artificial colors, fragrances, or preservatives. How great is that? Some products include bath bombs, body scrubs, and my absolute favorite, their signature shower steamers. And right now, they have the perfect little Mother's Day gift boxes, so go check them out. It's free local delivery to Sherwood Park, $5 to Edmonton, and these products can also be shipped anywhere across Canada. We should all feel great about what we're putting on our skin, and switching over to natural products has been the best decision I've made. All of Janelle Journal's listeners will receive 10% off with the promo code JJournals. I'll be adding the link into the podcast description so you can be sure to shop their products. Again, use code JJournals at checkout for 10% off. You'll be saving money and you'll be supporting local. Now back with Janelle Journals. Well, there you have it. We just powered through three more countries. Honestly, reminiscing about these places make me so unbelievably happy. We aren't going to dive into our last country just yet, though, because I'm very excited to have another guest joining me today. This guest is a fabulous human who's calling all the way from Melbourne, Australia. Luckily, and unlike me, she's a morning person, so she agreed to wake up extra early to chat with me before starting her workday. Listen to this, though. We chatted at 7 a.m. her time, and she had already been awake for hours, getting her workout in, showering, and getting ready before she joined me on Zoom. Like, that's unheard of in my world. Australia is almost COVID-free now, but she spent most of her quarantine cooking and enjoying time with her sweet little niece, Neve, and her family. She's a law clerk and a dog mom to the most adorable pup, Samson, and she's single. I mean, she's quite the catch, so if any of my Aussie listeners are out there and wanting to slide into those DMs, her Instagram handle is n.k.8.3. <laughs> I mean, I had to throw it out there since the witch doctor in Malawi didn't get it right. We have so many laughs talking about the good times we had while exploring some of Africa, and we get to chat a little bit about traveling solo too. Just hearing her voice made me smile so big. Her energy is contagious, and I'm just feeling very grateful that she found the time to chat with me. So please welcome to the podcast, Nicole Kelly. How are you doing? It is so good to see your face. Oh my goodness. I'm good. I'm good. Um, 
as good as we can be going through COVID, I guess. Yeah. Aww. I don't know if you don't find a silver lining. Yeah, totally. It's tough right now. I mean, we're all just doing what we can to feel like somewhat normal during these crazy times. A hundred percent. Well, thank you so much for getting up early to talk to me. I seriously appreciate that so much. <laughs> That's it. Well, anything for you. You're so, so sweet. No, <laughs> thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. I was looking back on my Africa journal and it's quite pathetic because I truly only filled out uh, <laughs> up to day eight and we were there for like almost a month. So I was I like, know. oh, I struggled on this one. I did not get very far. <laughs> but I was thinking about it. it. Normally, I would journal when I was like traveling from one place to the other. But do you remember how bumpy the Jeeps were because the roads weren't finished? Yes. So I couldn't write uh, while we were like getting from one place to another. And then when we were finally in the new place, I was like, I don't want to be sitting here journaling. I want to be going out. Yes, I do. I do 100% remember those bus rides. Yeah. Yes, you couldn't. I was exactly the same. I can't even find my journal. I don't know where I've put it. It is, yep, no idea. Oh, no. But I do remember I only started, I only filled in the first couple of days because of where we started Mm -hmm. because there wasn't any bus rides and stuff. So, yeah. Yes. But I do remember us every now and then be like, oh, tonight we're going to do our journey. Yes, we would. We would really try. We'd be like, okay, <laughs> we we're setting aside try. this time. We are going to do it. And then we would sit there together and we'd be like, should yes. we go grab a Savannah or what <laughs> yes. else should we do? Let's go do something. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yes, we did try uh, we did a couple try. times. Yeah. Okay. And remind me, was this your first ever solo trip? Yes. My first ever solo uh, trip. Amazing. Yes, it was all my other trips had been with family and friends. Yeah. I just finished working this job that I really wasn't happy in. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And mum said, you don't have to work there. If you don't like it, leave. It's yeah. fine. You'll find something else. And I thought, no, I'll take some time off. I'll travel. And then one of the girls that I used to work with, she suggested Africa. Okay, I was, was like, going to oh. say, how did you get to Africa? But okay, so someone suggested yeah. that. I thought I'd go back to Europe again. Yeah. But it was winter in Europe. And I was like, no, a holiday for me is somewhere that's warm and beachy. And yeah. Yes, I can get a tan. Yes, <laughs> like totally. I don't have to pack 100 coats. Yes. Um, so yeah, I was like, okay. I'd always wanted to go to Madagascar and Zanzibar. So yeah. yeah, she said African. I was like, oh, okay, because I'm I'm actually South African. I was born in South Africa. Okay, I remember you saying that. And yeah. then didn't you stay with some of your family after the tour or something? Yes. Oh. Yes. So after the tour, I went to Cape Town with family, which yeah. was amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. Yeah, I wanted to do something by myself and, I don't know, put myself outside my comfort zone. Totally. Like a solo trip is so different than if you're traveling with someone you know. But the thing that I really like is if you do it the way you did it and book with a tour, you're traveling alone, but you also are going to be with other people too. So it's not like two, two alone. In a group, there's always one person that you're going to get along with. I feel like, yeah, we were blessed to be able to have such a good group of people on our yes. tour. But I remember when I was thinking of going solo, I was like, oh, what if there's no one I like? <laughs> yeah. or I don't get along with. And I was like, come on, Nicole, there's in a group of people, there's, there's always gotta be one, one person. Yeah. <laughs> there's one person that you're like, I can connect with you. So, And yeah, really, if you think about it, what are the chances that you don't like anybody? So slim. Yeah, That's not exactly. possible. Not when you're like somewhat <laughs> social. Yes, 100%. 
Oh, you and Joe were the first people that I met on the tour. I'd arrived, got dropped off, whatever, I did the check-in, and you and Joe were sitting outside on the table and chairs. And um, I remember you being like, hi. And Joe, the gentleman that he is, was like, oh, I'll help you with your bag <laughs> to your room because it was all sand around. Yes. And you um, had a suitcase, right? Yeah. And I had a suitcase and I was like mm-hmm. trying to pull it. And I think he saw me trying to pull it and was like, oh, I'll help you. And bless his cotton socks. He <laughs> like, I didn't think he realized. I was like, oh, I've packed for more than just this part of the holiday. <laughs> You're like, I swear I'm actually here <laughs> I, for way longer. I'm like, I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, um, so he carried my case to my room and so he helped me with that and he's like Janelle and I are just like two doors down we'll make sure that we get you in the morning like I'll help you with your bag and I was like oh no it's fine he's like no 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 I'll help you and I was like oh the last I was like oh I've met two nice people already <laughs> this is gonna be good yeah yes oh my goodness Okay, and for anyone who's never gone on a solo trip before, what is something that you'd say to convince them to go? Like, do you have any advice that could maybe help someone decide to just do it? Uh, I guess my advice would be to stop thinking about it and do it. Yeah. Bite the bullet. The fact you've considered it means that you're capable of it. Totally. Don't let the fear stop you. Yeah. Test your boundaries. Mm -hmm. You don't have to wait for a travel buddy. Yes. I mean, look at me speaking to you on the other side of the world. Okay, but for real, it's so true. Um, So book the ticket. Yes, 1,000%. Like you (laughs) won't regret it. Okay, and how did you end up um, deciding to go through Acacia, like the tour company? Well, I'd actually um, looked at Top Deck. Okay, me too. Yeah, and I didn't realize it was going to be through Acacia. I guess if I read the fine print, there probably would have been something in there to say yeah, that no, it was. Yeah, us too. I for sure thought we were on a Top Deck tour and it was only when yeah. we like met everybody that it was like Acacia. And I was like, what? But I remember talking to other people who said that they didn't book through Top Deck and that it actually was cheaper. So oh, wow. yeah, if I were to recommend doing an Acacia tour, I would say don't book it through Top Deck, book it through Acacia directly. I don't regret anything because I, yeah, the reason I booked through Top Deck was because I had done a Top Deck tour before and it was so much fun. So I am like still very happy with it. And it was worth every penny that we spent. It was so good. Oh, yes. A hundred percent. Definitely. Okay. And thinking back on it, which could be a hard question, especially without a journal. Do you have any like specific funny memories that stand out? Oh my gosh. Yes, one was Vic Falls swimming across to <laughs> to the devil's pool. Yeah, devil's and pool. We're like waiting across. I was like, this is disgusting, gross. They're like, pull yourself across on the chain. So I'm yeah. doing that. And I was like, oh my goodness. Like, what um, are we doing? And we what are, are we paying, doing? We paid so much to come up to Devil's Pool. <laughs> what is going on? So I didn't realize that we had to wade across this open plain yeah. and then get there. And we're standing, waiting to drop into the pool. We're, I mean, that in itself, scary. But okay, yeah. we've now, you know, swum across the marsh. We have to do this. And then yeah. he says to us, okay, so um, when you drop in, you have to drop right in this spot because if you don't you can go over the edge okay don't say that that's scary and then oh and once you're in there there are just little fish little fish they're just gonna nip you like this and proceeds to pinch me with his fingers on my arm and I'm like okay and then I remember the whole time you and I 
sat with our feet out of the water because they were not little fish, let me tell you. They were huge. The little fish, it was huge. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Oh, my god! like creepy crawly stuff. And here we are, these fish that we couldn't see were biting us constantly. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was funny. And our tour guide was hilarious. Like he did not take any of our shit. Like I remember being like, oh, I'm scared. And he's like, go in, you know? (laughs) He's like, like, stop now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That was so funny. And yeah, like I am freaked out a little bit about fish. Like I like to see them and stuff, but like them biting me like really is too much. That honestly defines Africa to me. Like the best way to describe it is that it's a little hectic and chaotic and crazy getting to wherever you're going or whatever <laughs> yeah. you're doing. But then reaching that point being like, wow, Whoa, this is amazing. Oh, yeah. Devil's Pool was by far a highlight of my trip just because I don't think a ton of people can say that they were at the top of Victoria Falls. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That was amazing. Oh, wow. Another funny moment I can remember from this trip was the mattress story. The mattress story? Yes. So it was our second night in the tent. And when we went and collected the mattresses, a few of us noticed that there was additional (gasps) mattresses that no one had taken. So (laughs) we decided we would take two. So instead of having a one centimeter thick faux mattress, we had a two centimeter thick faux mattress. And oh my God, was it the best thing ever. (laughs) Okay. That's too good. I forgot you were stealing an extra one every night. Oh, even though Sammy specifically said only one mattress per person. (laughs) I know he said only one mattress per person, but it just seemed silly not to take an additional mattress when no one was using it. And hello, my hips loved it at the end of the day. Saved our Uh, backs. Yeah. That's too (laughs) funny because we were suffering the entire time, basically just sleeping on the hard ground. (laughs) And I don't even think that we found out you guys were doing that until the very end. So I'm pretty sure we only joined in and grabbed two for like the last couple of nights. (laughs) Sometimes you can bend the rules, right? And yeah, the older I get, the more I realize that is so true. (laughs) Do you have any other highlights from this trip? Another highlight for me, I did the zip line. Oh, yes. From, yes, across from Zambia to Zimbabwe. Yes. And the funny thing is, like you have to walk across a bridge and there's a border crossing there. But if you told them that you were going to do the zip line, they gave you a pass to cross the border. And the pass was, I swear to goodness, a piece of just A4 white paper ripped off and it said pass on it. And that's all I needed to get into the country to be able to do the zip line to get back on the other You're side. Like, I was um, like, are you sure? This do you is want to see I my need. passport? Do you anything? <laughs> no. no. Okay. Just pass. <laughs> I was like, okay. And then we get there and they weigh you and everything and your group can only weigh a certain amount. And I think we were like over by a kilo or two. And he's like, oh, don't worry. We'll just fudge that. <laughs> um, You're like, no, no, no. We, uh, one, I'm scared of zip lines. I'm doing it to be a nice friend. And two, um, this is not one of the times that we're going to lie about our weight. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. That is so funny. Yeah, so it was really, really good. Huh. The poor thing. I was like, okay, I'm going to hold her though. Like I need to hold her around her waist or I need to hold something because I'm scared of heights and it's really just 
I don't know, adventure stuff isn't really me. Yeah, so, yeah. Hence, yeah. So, and he's like, no, 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 you can't hold anything. You just have to have your arms open and that's it. And I was like, and I had to be at the front of the zip line. I think was at the front or was at the back? Must have been at the back. And um, he's like, you just have to step off. And once you step off, it'll catch you. And I was like, but what if it doesn't? You've fudged the number. And what if it breaks? And we're just like, what? My mum's going to be really annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> My mum is going to be mad at you. She's going to be so angry. <laughs> oh, um, oh, my gosh. So, that's too good. Yeah. But um, I ended up... Um, I loved it. Like once it actually, I, I was comfortable. I was like, oh my God, this is so fun. Yeah. And the view was amazing. I think like that was another thing that I wouldn't ordinarily do either. Yeah, I totally get how it's scary, but I'm very proud of you for doing it. I am so the opposite though, because I love adventure activities. Like there's just <laughs> something about the adrenaline rush. Oh, I'm just so addicted to that feeling. Yeah. Okay. So then if you were to recommend something for someone to do, if they were ever visiting any of the countries that we went to, mm-hmm. I mean, we'll already add devil's pool on there worth the money. Yeah. Zip lining from Zimbabwe to Zambia. Yes. Yeah. So those are good. Do you yeah. have any other things that you would say is like a must do? Uh, I'd have to say visiting a game park another highlight i think for me was our first game drive that we did mm-hmm. and it was in makumi national park yes i actually have a quote from my journal from when we visited makumi national park our tour guide was so cute he was so passionate about the wildlife right when we entered the gates we saw tons of elephants we saw little pumbas giraffe hippos crocodiles antelope baboons, wildebeests, zebras, and we even chased some buffalo. Ugh, we were just missing that lion. Which is so funny because as the listeners already know, right at the end of that tour, we ended up finding one and it was pure perfection. Yes, that was, I feel like for me, just the biggest highlight. I think seeing all those, like the beautiful animals in their own habitat totally Uh, to see a lion oh my god that close to hear it purr it is i have shivers honestly Mm -hmm. thinking about it yes i was like okay holiday made and i think that was like day seven of our trip yeah that was incredible like literally crossed it was was like a meter like if it's from it walked right past our truck and i remember you and i looking at each other like oh like it's right there oh my goodness oh my god like trying not to freak out yes oh my goodness yeah yeah that was that. amazing that obviously is a must do yes safaris blew my mind i had an expectation that they would obviously be good but i just didn't expect them yeah. to be that amazing yes 100%. Yeah. i agree okay this one may be a tougher question okay. but we have a couple listeners who are curious about the culture like in terms of how you should dress or behave as a tourist do you have any suggestions or comments when it comes to this specific topic yeah i don't recall feeling a pressure to dress any differently over there yeah me too or cover up at all more than anywhere else Mm -hmm. so I definitely didn't feel any pressure to dress or behave differently but I guess in any country that you travel to is be respectful of their cultures yeah and if we were required to cover shoulders then you would do that and if 
dressing more conservatively is what you needed to do in certain countries. Yeah, then do that. I would just do it, but I definitely didn't feel it in Africa. Yeah, yeah, me either. I have a note in my journal mm-hmm. saying that in Stonetown, the city we stayed in on Zanzibar Island, that uh, yeah. that place was suggested that we dress a bit more modestly. So yeah, I think I do remember covering up maybe with a cardigan and wearing one of my longer skirts, even though it was super hot. I do remember Sam, our tour guide, he'd be like, oh yeah, maybe if you're going out here. Don't wear those short shorts. Yeah. So obviously that's very helpful when you're doing a tour because your tour guide will be able to let you know. Yes. It's crazy because I'm all for being spontaneous and just showing up to a new place, but I do think Africa would be a little more difficult to do without a plan. Yes. I've thought a lot about whether or not I'd recommend for someone to travel Africa this way, like without signing up for a tour. Mm -hmm. But honestly, I just don't think I would suggest it unless you're like a pro traveler, you know? Oh, definitely. I don't think that I would try and do that myself. Mm -hmm. And I think just for like getting around places and different things like that, like it just makes sense to be on a tour because I feel like, especially if you're on a time limit, you might not get the best trip if you try to do it by yourself because I can't imagine trying to find transportation there. Yeah, definitely not. I don't think I would recommend doing it by yourself. Yeah, yeah. I would say definitely a tour. And then in that case, you'll be good to go with like dress codes and stuff because they'll be able to let you know. Oh, also, I have to ask you, Chelsea brought up the story from the witch doctor that the two of you went to when we were in Malawi. (laughs) I obviously was laughing about this, but what do you remember from the witch doctor? I don't remember too much about the witch doctor. All I recall about him is he gave me this little bundle of sticks tied together with a little twine um, that lived in a small compartment in my backpack until I want to say a year or so ago. And the only reason I took them out was because it fell apart. So I don't know, maybe what he said stuck somewhat um, that or I'm just a, was lazy and didn't throw it out. <laughs> <don't> <laughs> That's know. hilarious that you still kept those. <laughs> oh my gosh. But the biggest question that everyone is dying to know, did you find love or what? No, definitely didn't find love. Not yet. Still waiting. Um, but none of my belongings got stolen. So at least it worked for that. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I mean, that's the more important one anyway. I know. Okay. And another question I have for you, what would you consider to be one of the more special moments from this trip? The kids. We did yeah. a village tour yeah. and getting to see all the children in Malawi. Yeah. The kids just mm. are beautiful. Yeah. Oh yeah. Malawi mm-hmm. just still has my heart. Cause I'm just like, wow, that is so unlike anything that you'll see here or there, I'm sure. And yeah, Joe and I were looking through some pictures and all of those kids were so sweet. And I remember even being on one of those tours and we went to the school and then I think we were headed to like the hospital and we had some kids that stayed with us. And I remember asking, are these kids allowed to come with us? And I remember someone just looking back being like, oh yeah, that one's an orphan. So yes, yes, that one can come with you. This one is not back to school. You go. I just remember being like, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah, that was insane. Yeah, eye-opening in a different in a different way. Yeah, ugh, that broke my heart. I honestly just wanted to adopt them all. Yeah. And before I let you go, if you had to give any kind of general traveling advice, what would it be? Traveling tip of the day. Make copies of your passport. 
Um, I like to have a photocopy, a email copy and a photo just on my phone. Um, that way, if I ever needed ID, I'd have it with me if I didn't want to carry my original passport with me just so that it didn't get stolen or anything like that if I wanted to leave it locked in the, um, I don't know, safe wherever I was. Um, I would at least have ID with me and then if my passport did get stolen, I'd have a paper copy of it if a photo wouldn't, wasn't accepted. So I guess, yeah, just making copies of any important documents that you may need. Yeah, that's a great tip. I actually also still do that because you just never know. When I was in Asia, I ruined my passport and I ended up having to talk to like eight different people just to get on my flight back home. So yeah, I can say firsthand, you definitely want to make copies of your passport. Yes. Okay. Well, I plan to ask everyone who joins me on the podcast, but what is something that you're grateful for today? I'll go first just so that you have a moment to think about it. Today, I'm of course very grateful for your time and the fact that you agreed to hang out with me for a little bit before starting your work day. And I'm also very grateful for social media because being so far away from each other, it truly feels like it's been forever since I've last seen you. I mean, it basically has because it's been four years. But because of social media, it's helped us to somewhat stay connected. And yeah, I'm just very grateful for Instagram and Facebook platforms, allowing us to message back and forth and reply to each other's stories and just somewhat stay in each other's lives. Oh, I love it. Um, Very similar, I think. For me, I'm fortunate enough to be able to reconnect with you today and Mm -hmm. relive a time in my life that was truly amazing like a, a, yeah, on a big adventure, seeing the world all alone. Uh, yeah, just being able to remember where I was at at that time in my life. Yeah, um, yeah, and being able to see your face. Yes, yeah, and have a I good know. chat. It's so, oh my so nice. <laughs> Which like, oh, again, another thing I like love about traveling is, yeah, we're talking about something that happened four years ago and I can still sit here with you and just be like, oh, I just love you. And I just want to give you the biggest hug because I feel like, yeah, nothing has changed. Like that's just one of the most amazing things about traveling is, yeah, you meet people and then you literally have like a lifetime bond because you experienced those exact same things together. Uh, Yes. Yes, yes, and yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Okay. This is a game of this or that with Nicole Kelly. Sunrises or sunsets? Uh, Sunrise. Hostels or hotels? Ooh, hotels. (laughs) Yeah. I know. Especially (laughs) as I'm getting older, I'm like, hotels. I know. I'm like, I can afford it. So let's do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Packing light or overpacking? Oh, always overpack. (laughs) I know. I um, am really trying to be better about that. Like my goals are to pack later, but I can't say that I have done that always in the past. (laughs) Yes. No, in the past, I definitely have gotten better. I used to, I had to travel for work um, the start of last year, uh, the year before, and I used to check my bag in and everyone at the office would laugh. They'd be like, Nicole, you're only here for a week. And I'm like, I know, but it's winter and I need coats. Yeah. And then, but I did manage, love to say that I managed to get it down to just to carry on for a week. So I was like, okay, I'm master. So I don't yeah. know. So maybe it is time to plan another overseas trip um, and I might be able to do it 
with the small with less stuff yeah (laughs) i know definitely like the last couple i've gone on i have been like way more strict and being like no you know that you're not going to wear this 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 and this and this you can reuse these items like yeah i really worked on my packing strategies (laughs) like it i like it (laughs) yeah okay relaxing or exploring Ooh, exploring yeah beach or mountains beach which like is so crazy because I obviously would choose beach, but that's because I do not have a beach. So I'm like beach all day, every day. So I was like, oh, I wonder if you would choose mountains. Yeah. But yeah, beach. You can't you can't <laughs> yeah, get yeah, any course. better than the beach. No, you can't get any better than the beach. <laughs> and waves, the ocean. Anywhere near the ocean, thank you. Yeah, yeah, totally. Wake up early on vacation or sleep in? Um, I'm a bit of an early riser, so... Yeah, clearly. Here you are podcasting with me so early in the morning. (laughs) I wasn't sure if it'd be the same on vacation, though, like if you like to sleep in. But I'm sure you're like, oh, my sleep in is about 8 a.m. Yes, it is. (laughs) I was like, sleeping at 8 (laughs) o'clock. I was like, yeah, no. You're like, no, no, I'm sleeping till 12. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, waking up early. (laughs) (laughs) Early. (laughs) I love it. Using a map or walking around aimlessly? Aimlessly. Rooftop views or street views? Ooh. Ooh, that depends. If I'm having drinks, rooftop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but at a, like if I'm um, in a new town or, yeah, then street to sit at a cafe and just watch the world go by. So it just really does depend. Yeah. I know. So tough. Yeah. So if we're drinking coffee, then we're in a cafe on the street. Yes. If we are having a glass yeah. of wine, we are up on the rooftop. Take it to the roof. That's um, it. Drinking. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, public transportation or renting a car? For travel, uh, public, just to see yeah. more and getting around town here, uh, get in an Uber. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Hiking or suntanning? Oh, I do love a suntan. That's a really hard one to pick in my only. I won't judge you because mine is also suntanning. I'm I'm just going to, yeah, I'm going to have to say something. Like, because it would win. Like, I would go on a hike or something. Yeah. Yeah. I do enjoy that on a holiday, but. But, like, you wouldn't spend six out of seven days hiking. You would spend six out of seven suntanning one of the days hiking. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. That makes sense. I'm on the same page. (laughs) Uh, City or nature? City, I think. Plan it or wing it? Plan. Yeah. Tour guide or self-guided? Tour. Uh, Yeah, a tour guide. Yeah, it's definitely a lot more work if you're going to try to do it self-guided. Yeah, and and there are just so much things that you don't know that you could miss out on, I think. Yeah, totally. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Um, Explore more of your own country or travel to a new country? I'd love to travel to a new country, mm-hmm. but I feel like at the minute it's going to be Australia. <laughs> yeah, and there's so yeah, much totally. here that I haven't seen yet. I think because you do take for granted what you've got in your own country yeah, um, and what you have access to. So that might be what's on the list next. Yeah, yeah that makes sense for what, what it is now anyway. Yeah, where we are now. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I just adore you and <laughs> I am so thankful that you were willing to come and talk to me and... Yeah, I mean, I hope you have a great rest of the day. You're just starting. So I I, I hope uh, starting it off with a little reminiscing is just going to be yes. wonderful. 
it has been a lovely way to start my day. Oh, um, good. Seeing your face and reminiscing about... Oh. It feels like forever ago, but what an incredible trip, hey? A wonderful trip. Okay, that's one more episode down. How freaking exciting is that? <laughs> but the fun does not stop here because for the first time, we have a third part. I've mentioned this before, but I had hours and hours of conversation to go through and I already felt like I was cutting out so much and I didn't want to skip out on anything important. And of course, I wanted to keep in a lot of the laughs. So I just said, F it. Three parts of Africa coming at you. So if you liked this episode or last week's episode, join us one more time next week to hear the last breakdown of the final stop of our African tour. And once again, I will be joined by another incredible human. Oh, I already can't wait. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Janelle Journals. If you liked what you heard, please take the time to subscribe, rate, and review so we can continue to bring all things travel and real life shit. See you next week. Bye.